0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jews picked up rocks to stone Jesus. Jesus answered them, I have shown you many good works from my Father. For which of these are you trying to stone me? The Jews answered him, We are not stoning you for good work, but for blasphemy. You, a man, are making yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? If it calls them gods to whom the word of God came and scripture cannot be set aside, can you say that the one whom the Father has consecrated and sent into the world blasphemes because I said I am the Son of God? If I do not perform my Father's works, do not believe me. But if I perform them, even if you do not believe me, believe the works, so that you may realize and understand that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. Then they tried again to arrest him, but he escaped from their power. He went back across the Jordan to the place where John first baptized, and there he remained. Many came to him and said, John performed no sign, but everything John said about this man was true, and many there began to believe in him." The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Well, once again, we see Jesus uh, in this book of signs, the part of John's Gospel. Uh, trying to make a point to the people. Uh, It's helpful to know that, again, uh, this is connected with something that happens just before our reading. Uh, This is at the time of Hanukkah, which was uh, not one of the three pilgrimage feasts, but a a major feast that demonstrated a miracle uh, many years before, where light in the temple was kept on much longer than it could have. a symbol for the coming Messiah. And so Jesus uses this opportunity once again to try to get people to see who he is. But, of course, they, they don't. Their hearts are hardened. Um, and we're coming to the end, obviously. We get into Holy Week next week. Uh, I think the combination of Jeremiah today is helping us to realize a couple of points, and one of those is just how frustrated the human part of Jesus must have been. Obviously the divine part, we, we see the divine part of Jesus, but the human aspect, fully human, the frustration, the love that he has, and no one is taking him seriously. They can't see what he's saying, even in these miraculous signs and making it so obvious. So Jeremiah, uh, who doesn't have a quote that you live by? Uh, I knew you before you were uh, created in the womb. Um, I have plans for you of good fortune. Uh, We all look to those passages from Jeremiah, but. Jeremiah had a really, really hard life. Uh, He was at the same time in Jerusalem, uh, at the same place, not the same time, but very similar to Jesus. He's preaching something that nobody wants to hear. He's saying that the land will be overtaken and the temple will be destroyed because you're not repenting. You're not doing what God is asking and judgment is coming, and nobody likes that. Uh, we don't often hear about Jeremiah. He was scourged, he was thrown into a cistern, uh, he was put in stocks, which were you know uncomfortable and humiliating. Uh, legend and tradition has it that he was stoned at uh, at the end his death. So. Jeremiah, which was also called the weeping prophet, because he lamented, he really spoke from his heart. He said, this is how difficult, this impossible situation I am in. And we can kind of see that with Jesus. He is in an impossible situation in trying to get the people to understand that God has finally come. He's dwelling on earth. Now, there's a passage right before uh, our reading in Jeremiah. It's the very uh, previous uh, uh, section of Jeremiah. Uh, It's entitled, this whole lament, this is Jeremiah's last lament. So this is the one where he's really just kind of pouring out uh, what he really thinks, the frustration he has. Um, it's called Jeremiah's Interior Crisis. That's what's in your American Standard the title for this lament. But right before we step in here uh, with what we read in our first reading, uh, Jeremiah says, I say I will not mention him, and he's talking about God. So he's basically, the frustration has got to the point where he says, I don't even want to mention his name anymore. It's so hard on me. Says, I, I say I will not mention him. I will no longer speak in his name. But then it is if fire is burning in my heart, imprisoned in my bones, I grow weary holding back. I cannot. He can't hold back. He's so, he's so beaten down. He's so frustrated. He's hurt. He's physically he can't hold back, it's in his bones. He's impelled, he has to speak, and he continues on. And it, it of course, doesn't get better for Jeremiah. But in this lament, it's really interesting, we see he he's very negative, and he says, I can't go on, but yet I will, and he praises God, but then in the end, he's like, Really, it's so bad, I wish I wasn't born. But yet he goes on. It's in this lament that we see the frustration and we'll see it in Gethsemane when Jesus is there and realizes his course and his path. That's the human aspect of this. When we think of this impelled drive, it's really not about emotion. Yes, Jesus loves us, on, we can't even fathom, but it's about purpose. Jesus has a purpose, and it's to save us. It's to put the world back on the right course, to get us back to where we should be. That's his purpose, and he will go through anything to get that purpose intact, and that's what we'll see next week in Holy Week incredible passion that we will walk through and remember this incredible passion he has for us it's about purpose now the other thing that I think it's interesting we, we look at Jesus and we look at Jeremiah and we see the aspect of trying to save us um, Archbishop Nauman had a um, quote uh, well, he's actually an interview about the potential of uh, coming changes in the Supreme Court with abortion. And in that, he says that we should be praying more. And of course, he's, he is asking for prayers that uh, the Supreme Court will uh, put in place you know, a, a change in the laws that we have. But his quote here was really telling for us. He says... It's really important for we Catholics to pray more, to intercede more for the judges, but also for ourselves, that we can be this society that really reverences the human person. It's that second part that's so important. That we can be this society that will really reverence the human person. I mean, we, we don't have a society right now that really reverences the human person. And it reminds me of the societies that we've, been, we've seen with Jesus and Jeremiah. Those weren't societies that wanted to hear it either. They didn't want to have a reverence for human, the human person. They just didn't want it. They wanted to selfishly look at themselves. So this prayer that we see, especially with passion, the the Holy Week that we have coming up, it's really about praying deeply for a change in our society, a change to really reverence the human person. My brothers.